1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com/host.
2: <laughs> oh, ready?
3: Here we go. Just do that for yeah. twenty minutes.
2: <laughs> Paul McCartney's greatest it's mumbled. <laughs> What a great really? podcast, the mumbling of the Paul McCartney no, back catalogue. Really Here we go. This is Paul Hawksman. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. This is the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we re-entered the world of uh, your old mate. What's his name? Tim Gray. Tim Gray, yeah. The health day nut. three, Tim Gray. A day in the life uh, of Tim Gray. It'll make sense when you yeah. hear it. We'll get one more day out We talked bell, a bit of football
3: where we read some reviews of the
2: Navigator Hotel where we stayed in the yeah. in Kaliningrad. <laughs> Lovely it was. Um, so we did all of that. Well, we talked about football as well. We did talk football, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we spoke to a Japanese football expert who was very entertaining mm-hmm. to tell us more about Sydney's new 19-year-old signing from Japan mm-hmm. and a 51-year-old who's still doing the business Amazing. in the J League. Amazing story. Yeah. And
3: the state of Japanese football in general.
2: So yeah, so he was good. Yeah, he was so good. you'll hear all of that. Enjoy. <laughs>
3: Unlucky, and we made this point before the the round started, the third round, about VAR in some games and VAR in uh, not in other games. Yeah, there you saw a classic example. I mean. Koselou's goal it just wouldn't have counted if VAR had been there it's yeah. just not fair The values, the competition I mean, it, was a, it was a replay wasn't it was it? a replay well, yeah but you know yeah, even, the even, first game did have VAR. yeah well that makes it even worse yeah I suppose he was right. <laughs> it's, it's true absolutely. but there was a really curious bit of managing from Rafa Benitez mm. that even Chris Sutton commented he just said this is ridiculous Rafa uh, Lascelles came on at, at half time and he immediately pulled a hamstring, and you could see, you could see he should have just gone down, and, but he just ran about. He nearly gave up two goals. Yeah. It went on for eight minutes. you're going, "Go down, go down. You're going to make it worse. Yeah, you know you're sitting there honestly, how a professional team could allow that to happen.
2: I mean, hopefully didn't make it worse, but it wouldn't have helped. There know? are certain injuries that you think, oh yeah. yeah, you're not going to run that off. And no. whenever a player pulls up like that, you know exactly what it is, and you think, "Well. He's done for. And I thought that when Moussa Sissoko the other day when he went hurtling down the right channel. Hell oh, yeah. And then nasty. he holds the back of his leg, pulls up, goes down. You think, right, OK, get him off. Because it's pretty key central <laughs> midfield. Um, but of course, he stays on. He tries to run it off. <laughs> he didn't stay for was, eight minutes, which though, was laudable. But no, he, he stayed on for about two, and then realised he couldn't run anymore. No. But well, it's that's odd, okay. isn't it? That's understandable. It's odd. He may just thought he'd had a bit of cramp. But uh, yeah, normally when that happens, when they pull up, that's it. Time to get them off. During the game, I was checking Instagram,
3: and uh, their um, what do you call those things? Algorithm. Oh yeah. You know, suggest things you might like, and it, obviously it works because I bought quite a lot of stuff through this thing that I don't even. Oh, so it's
2: stuff they're trying to sell you. Oh yeah. So this thing what, can, what what were you what were you looking at that then it tried to sell you something? Well, else? as you look
3: at as you as you have your feed, yeah, you
2: look at the photos of the people you follow, yeah. And yeah, as you yeah. as you're looking
3: at it, tries to flog you stuff. Up come, I'm not on Instagram. Only oh, an so. ad will come up. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, right. and you can't. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the, they're there. Right. And uh, and of course, the the worse it is, the more you buy stuff, the worse it is. So, so what sort of so things? They try have and you second. Bought I bought that thing on that, the hoof. The thing that punch ball thing that you, you wear around your head and you punch it. And yeah, the headband with a punch ball hits you back in the face. Yeah. <laughs> nearly lost an my, eye. Good. Well, oh, done. my wife's terrible for this as well because she's got Instagram and she just keeps buying stuff. Anyway, last night this yeah, thing t- came. Tell
2: up. us what the combined Jacobs household then some of the items. I mean, no, we, like we should get the conveyor belt music from uh, I've seen, the generation. I've seen though.
3: this thing on Instagram. It's a, it's basically a, a pasta cooker. Yeah. It's a it's a tall upright plastic thing that you put the pasta in. Yeah. You plug it in the water boils and it cooks the pasta in there. Went, yeah. well, What's wrong with a saucepan? Yeah, yeah. Why do you need a separate This is good. I said no, it not it? We don't. Need it? Yeah. Of course, you just bought it anyway. What was the damage then? Yeah, it about $8.95 oh, the I mean, no, it's about eight it's ninety-five. Oh, a Deal breaker. I can't even remember exactly how much. It does is. it make great pasta? And it hasn't arrived yet. Oh, okay. I say, I've had to make pasta in the sauce, but somehow oh, What I've a managed. disaster! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what, what else
2: then? What else have you bought? Anything sporting apart from the, the headband, up, punch bag? I'd have to look
3: up what I've bought all in all. I bought quite yeah. a bit of Christmas stuff, some quite fun stuff. Yeah, and generally,
2: you look, do this sober, do you yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah Unlike yeah. our former producer, he used to get bladdered and then things, things <laughs> at three does, o'clock in the morning, he'd buy stuff he on telly. the shopping channel, didn't he? Something turns up from Poughkeepsie in a huge box but, and he doesn't remember buying it. But most it. of
3: the time they suggest stuff that you might be interested in. They
2: obviously see what you photograph. is You know, it's an algorithm. It, yeah. it works it out. They've, they've got you down. If you look at the, the two words mm. of the algorithm, mug punter, they're the two <laughs> words. very true. Mug punter, Andy Jacobs. Andy <laughs> and Sue Jacobs, are buy anything.
3: But this thing came up yesterday and it's it's basically called the Viking coffee mug. And it is, it's shaped like a Viking's horn. Oh, yeah. You put coffee, you wear it round yourself, <laughs> and it says, and this is their strap line it says, it makes you look like a Viking,
2: as if that's some sort of good It doesn't thing. really, does it? Not
3: really, it just makes you look like an idiot, Yeah, basically. Why so, would
2: you want that? So was... you're going to the, the, the one of the many coffee chains yeah. where you get a bit of a dizzy if you use your own receptacle. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. but, you know, what sort of... Not a horn. What sort of <laughs> burk do they think you are where you're going with your own Viking horn? I mean, that's, that's poor, isn't uh, it? I think it's poor. Is it? Poor. Is it kind of recyclable, this thing? Is it made of bamboo? Is it bamboo no, no, Viking horn? I think horn? it's metal. So I think it is,
3: oh, you know, not. it's washable.
2: Okay. Yeah, you don't throw it away after one use. No, I know. that. No, I'm. I, I, of course not. You don't want a disposable Viking horn for your coffee, do not you? Not really? really, no. That I'm going to get myself one of those. Okay, well, I'll, I'm happy to get yeah. you one. I remember years ago, we were doing some research on a magazine. And uh, occasionally when you do these, you get these kind of qualitative mm. groups. You get like half a dozen dozen people in a room.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, they talk about, we were a dummy of a magazine. A magazine called Gold that ultimately came out. But this bloke, he... Mm. he he, he ran a news agency. He didn't own a news agency. He ran a news agency. But he was, he was a bit of a water minty figure. Yeah. And he was clearly lying through his teeth through this whole thing. <laughs> and at one point, his mobile phone went off. And he reached inside his uh, coat. And we all went, Whoa! Because he had a proper holster on, like a gun holster. <laughs> really? I thought he was, ca- he was packing. Yeah. But that's where he kept his mobile phone. <laughs> and he took it out and he went, Talk to me. <laughs> say, well, like Terry Tibbs, what a piece of work! Then he tibs. said, "I've got to be up at four to mark up the papers." He, he was he had a proper holster, and he kept his mobile phone in a gun holster. We—I uh, not know what we did, about it, but made yourself one of It's those, a anyway. comb that cuts your hair. It's not good if you pick it up by accident, <laughs> yeah, is it? You, you just it's basically... good for Maurizio Sarri, who yeah. every time Chelsea lose has a haircut. He, just he could just hair. comb his hair, couldn't That's he? That's true. I just I don't know he doesn't
3: talk <laughs> like anyway, that. Anyway, it's he? on its way. Babs cabs I suddenly went into there. Very good. The UK's <laughs> best oh, place wow. to have a cardiac arrest is Wooten Under Edge. no such
2: thing, is there? <laughs> well, no, Wooten Under
3: Edge in Gloucester. Uh, because they've got 14 de- new defibrillators. I can't even say it. Defibrillators. Yeah, they didn't buy and, those on Instagram. Well, did they? I've, I've booked a holiday there for me and Alan Brazil.
2: <laughs> <That's Yeah. my> <laughs> <office>. <laughs> it's a race against time. <laughs> Alan's going to outlive us all. Of course he is. He'll be 103. Manning. He's got man longevity in. In, his, in his genes. Yeah, he certainly has. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. We head off to Japan now. Good. Where City have done a little bit of business for uh, a young defender and immediately loaned him out to Groningen. But still, we'll find out a bit more about him. And indeed, the incredible story of uh, Miura still playing uh, at 51. Uh, joining us now from J Soccer Magazine, Alan Gibson. Alan, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, good so, evening from Japan. Good evening yeah, from good Japan. Evening too, Let's man. start then with Ko uh, Itakura, the young defender that City have signed. Is uh, Tell us a bit more about him.
4: He's a big lad. I, I think Man City have probably signed him.
2: On, uh,
4: I, I need to be uh, educated on the Premier League and all the rules there, but I presume that he's been signed for a, uh, shall we say, future, to see if it works out or not. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about the visa, and uh, obviously he's already at Groningen, which is a good one, but yeah, he's a good lad. He's uh, He started off at Kawasaki Frontale when he was 18. He signed uh, professional forms, and uh, he played uh, 15 games, I think, in the League and Cup in the season, in his first season, and they they won the championship. So, I mean, uh, not a bad uh, start for a kid to get in there. No. And uh, last season, he joined uh, Vigelta Sendai, another team that uh, literally probably won nothing in their time in the league. And uh, I think he played 22, 23 of the 34 games, and uh, they came close to finishing top four, and they made uh, the Emperor's Cup final. Mm. Uh, a lot of it down to him. He was... Um, he was stalwart at the back. He was an excellent player. And uh, he was, of course, because he was so excellent, Japan took him to the Asian Games, which uh, basically took him out of the uh, season for about five or six weeks. And that's when Vigalta Sendai sort of uh, took a nosedive in their form as well. So it says a lot for a young young kid that yeah. he went to some games. And uh, Vigalta Sendai nosedived.
3: It
2: sounds think, like he has a Van Dyke style effect on for defenses when he's not there. Yeah, that, that sounds like he does. I mean, I think they've, he's gone to Groningen because uh, maybe just to acclimatize to, to Europe and also the, the work permit issues that you probably have in the Premier League at the moment. As he's he's an under twenty international, he's not he's not a full international as yet, so so that that may take some time. But I mean, I mean, I mean, from a marketing point of view, I mean, maybe if City have got a bit of an, an eye on that, you know, they're marketing the club globally as we know they've been buying into a lot of clubs around the world. And has he got a sufficiently high profile for people to have noticed uh, this? Uh,
4: it's funny that he hasn't really got a high profile because uh, when he went to the Asian Cup, uh, Japan actually took an under-23 team. So not the Asian Cup, sorry, the Asian Games. The Asian Cup is taking place now. Yeah. Uh, when he went to the Asian Games, uh, Japan took an under-23 team. Um, a lot of the guys were from J2 or reserves in J1. But uh, he was pretty much a, a fixture in the J1 team. And um, Japan got to the final, so he stayed, he stayed longer than Vigelta Sendai would have liked. And Japan only lost to uh, a full-strength South Korea, actually, which uh, um, I'm sure you guys know there that Tottenham hotspur son then went on to uh, get uh, Valid to uh, miss out on his national service, which yeah. was a big thing. So, yeah. Um, Japanese really follow the national team, but uh, I wouldn't say that they follow the under twenty team as much. So, and then Miguel de are not really a big team either. You know, they're your uh, Stoke City or your Southampton or whatever. And um, he's probably now that literally Manchester City. Wow, well, boom! Suddenly he's all over the papers and all over the <laughs> press and social media, etc. So he's literally probably getting to be known a lot more now in the last few days or literally the last 24 hours or more, than he has in the last year or so but yeah. uh, no he's great I mean he's uh, he's an excellent young prospect and as we said uh, he's not going to get that work permit yet although I believe there's uh, certain loopholes that can be exploited but I'm not sure about that we'll have to ask Mr Banger about that
2: yeah <laughs> so I just uh, want to talk to you about uh, Kazuyoshi Mira he's the Stan Matthews. Yeah. Of Japanese football, he's just signed a new con- contract with the J two team Yokohama FC. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? Fifty one years old, he'd be fifty. Pretty remarkable, to be playing professional football at that age. Oh uh, yeah, whatever standard.
4: He's uh, he's pretty amazing. He, uh, I'm sure everyone can look him up on uh, Wikipedia and get all the details. But I mean, he, when he was a kid, he he left uh, school. Uh, I don't know. I think he was about fifteen. And he went to Brazil by himself to say, I'm going to become a professional footballer. Mm. And uh, he joined um, a couple of young teams and then he ended up signing for Santos. Um, played for Santos for a while. Um, I mean, literally only a couple of games, but I mean, playing for Santos. Pretty amazing for a guy who was like, just went off there on his own when he was 15. He came back to Japan in uh, 89, 92, 93, I guess he was, by the time he got back. Mm. And um, the J League was just starting. And uh, he he joined uh, Verdi Kawasaki, now known as Yuri Verdi. And uh, basically, they won a few trophies in his first few years. And he, he became a legend. I actually met him in 1993 for the first time. So 26 years ago, I met this footballer who was probably <laughs> at his, you know, he wasn't even at his peak then, you know. And uh, I met him, uh, I'm a Brummie. And um, I went to see Aston Villa playing uh, in the... Uh, the Coca-Cola Cup hmm. in 1993, and um, I sort of got in touch with Ron Atkinson. Um, it was great because I'd faxed, you know, we used faxes in those days, and yeah. I'd faxed Aston Villa saying, I'm here, I'm a fan, can I help? And I, six hours later, Ron Atkinson himself called me back and said, tell us about this team then, you know. Really- <laughs> Scouting uh, Yeah, I spent three days with the Villa, it was great. I took penalties against Bosnich, I, uh, I sat as the coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sat on the bus with the team and went everywhere with them. As Mr. Atkinson told some, uh, it was it was it was a great time. And I met with the first time. Then I got a picture with him, and then you know we've been quite friendly ever since. He's really nice. That he, he whenever he spots me before a game or after a game, he comes and says hello. And he uh, was in my local team, uh, Vissel Kobe, in 2001 for about five seasons. I mean, we, we we're going back another 17 years now, right? Yeah. But uh, he was probably just past his peak then, 17 years ago. <laughs> and I'm I'm a qualified referee in Japan, and I refereed him countless times in those few years. And he was he was really uh, fun to play well to, to play with to to be on the same field as. He was he really is a professional. Now he's got his own little. Uh, little or big uh, fitness regime where he goes off about two or three weeks before everyone else at the start of the season i think he usually goes to guam and he takes a fitness trainer and a chef and a dietitian and he literally gets himself ready for another season and uh he's playing i mean he was in sydney in 2005 he played on loan there he played in italy at genoa mm. in Croatia. i mean he's uh, he is he is the he is the megastar and uh, he scored he didn't I don't think he scored last season and I think he only played like two or three games but the fact that he's there I mean people away from the team away fans go to a Yokohama FC game hoping that they'll catch a glimpse of Kazakh. he really is I don't know, I mean if I don't know I mean I can't I can't think who who would compare with him in a pelé perhaps you know pelé yeah. or that Madame- You know, Mm.
3: someone you would go to see, even if you hated the opposition. Fantastic, (laughs) amazing. Oh, finally from me. I mean, in the World Cup, Japan surprised a few people. I think they played pretty well, didn't they? And uh, what's the state of Japanese league football now? How how would you describe what sort of health it's in? Oh, the World Cup was so Mm. sad, wasn't it? Two 0 up to Belgium. I was, I
4: Mm. was, I was so happy there. Anyway, (laughs) uh, league. Well, it's, um, it's interesting. It's twenty six years this year. Mm. Um. We had um, back in the old days, for want of a better word, we had the likes of Gary Lineker and Toto Skilacci and Dunga and Zico as well. Star, Zico, mm-hmm. who was probably over the hill, but you know Zico proved that he wasn't. To be honest. Um, and then we had a bit of a lull where we had a lot of no-name Brazilians, and et cetera. And um, last last year, and the, well, the year before, Vissel Kobe, my local team in particular, took Lucas Podolski, who was probably after his peak, but uh, a huge name, and then Andres Iniesta, and now they signed David Vigia. Um Nagoya Grandpa Joe, used to play for Everton, of course. Hmm. They was top scorer last year. So um, I think the uh, it's nice to see that some of the big names are coming before they're over the hill now. Uh, there's a lot of good young players. Well, like Itoh The only problem with the J League, as opposed to the Japan national team, uh, is that uh, the best players uh, suddenly, you know, they they hit, go into Europe younger and younger every time. I think the uh, the World Cup of 23 players probably had uh, 15 or 16 players who were overseas, which um, is not so good for the J League itself, but it's great for the national team. Um, the fans miss out on the youngsters a bit, but they understand. And certain teams, unlike probably almost anywhere else in the world, I think, is that uh, um, certain teams will allow their players to go, knowing full well that if they come back, they will join the same team in most cases. And they'll be welcomed back with open arms. They won't be... uh, There's certain... Like Kashima Antlers have been run by the same guy for uh, over a decade, Mm. and he's... He's allowed players to go off. Atsuto Uchida, who went to Germany for six or seven years, came straight back into the Antlers team and said "arigato." Um, and uh, he was back. And um, it's, uh, Gambo Osaka have just lost uh, well three players. Uh, Yosuke Iriguchi, in particular, was hoping to play for Leeds, but had to be also loaned out for uh, work permit purposes. Mm-hmm. But um, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, it's for me as a, a J League fan. Um, I, I really hate to see the kids go. Yeah. But uh, as a national team fan, it's, it, it improves them. And of course. Of course. So South the big, all right. better yes. foreigners are coming in. That's we- the key. The better foreigners are coming will replace the, uh, the young kids that leave. And then, you know, it balances out a bit. Yeah.
2: Alan, look, it's been fascinating. Thanks, good, good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Yeah. Pleasure is all yours. There we are. <laughs> Alan Gibson <laughs> from that, J Soccer Magazine <laughs> good. Uh, over in Japan. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
1: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. You're getting constant offers it seems, Andy, from your friends on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. they These were gloves, where you put your hands in a fire when you're wearing them. Why would you ever need those? I can't think of the algorithm. I just like like
3: the the, the sort of strap line. Well, I I quite like barbecuing, although I haven't got a garden now, so that's gone out. Yeah, but you can can lie at barbecue about picking up the cold with your bare hands. But the strap lines are great. Never burn your hands again like you did already.
2: (laughs) You could wash (laughs) up in them in case the water was too (laughs) hot.
3: It makes you look like
2: a Viking. That was great. <laughs> what makes you look like it? That's the horn. The Viking horn. horn yeah. gonna, why don't you get one of those, Andy, I'd love to see you I'm coming getting, in with, not, with it round your waist. I'm not getting it. Kind a, of over your shoulder. And the
3: world's sharpest knife. I don't need that either. You're not the world's sharpest <laughs> knife, I are mean, you? Let's the be honest. Sharpest. Nice. No. Uh, what about hearing from Tim Gray, founder of Neuroweb Marketing, day three of his
2: day? Yeah, day three. It's basically a day in the life of uh, of mm-hmm. this guy. And he's, he's, he's yeah, he's been proved quite interesting so far. Well, he's a health nut, basically. He is so a complete health nut. Yeah. And um, what what time of day are we up to? 1.30 p.m. 1.30 p.m. So i take, this is lunchtime. Lunchtime. He says I go out for lunch at the same time every day. Usually oh, okay. I have organic
3: chicken with avocado, a fatty ribeye steak, or pork belly with leafy greens and olive oil. I follow a high fat, low carb, mainly ketogenic diet. I don't eat fruit. It's quite high maintenance. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, fella, isn't it? Hard. I usually eat two meals a day. Lunch, then dinner. Sometimes I just have lunch. I haven't eaten more than two meals a day for three or four years now. Oh. Uh, I give my body, which has seven point five percent fat, that's a bit like Ian Abrams, isn't it? Similar, <laughs> similar percentage. Doesn't he go off and <laughs> have
2: doesn't he go off and have um <laughs> Like a double bubble, uh, fried egg, fried bread, once a week, chips I'll, and beans. No,
3: once a week I'll eat chips... And I'll have a drink, usually a Negroni, which is the most ketogenic-friendly alcoholic drink. <laughs> oh, come on, have a Have a night off. I know, other than clean vodka. Yeah. It's, it's great, isn't it? Um, what does he do after that, Andy? Oh, I then go to the clinic. I found it with Dr. Pender in Mayfair and have an hour of hyperbaric oxygen. <laughs> I lie in a pressurized chamber while pure oxygen is pumped into it. and I listen to my Headspace app sometimes I meditate does it, what does he do for a living he's a bin man isn't he what does he do for a living oh, this for goodness fella? sake I follow up that with a, a magnesium and amino acid intravenous drip treatment <laughs> <laughs> what every day at a place called Ivy Boost IK in who's Windows Ivy oh, I love Ivy Boost she's, she's a lovely yeah, woman yeah 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 <laughs> then a massaging my Colby mum used to garden. go bingo with her <laughs> did she really yeah yeah as soon as I get back to my flight flight my well, flat I'm like it <laughs> doesn't live on a flight yeah as soon as I get back to my flat I put on my full blue light blocking glasses. <laughs> These ones are darker, with orange lenses that block all the blue light, and make work calls and catch up with friends in America on the phone. I want to do it all. We've still got another three sections of gas. I'll bring it to you tomorrow.
2: That's brilliant. What about, I mean, it's life. It's, it's you've got so much thinking to do, really, mm. just to kind of get through the day. Haven't you got Have an IV treatment? <laughs> It's just every day. I couldn't do it's, that it's every day. It's such hard work, wouldn't it, to give but, it that much thought? But I think it's because it's January. I think there's a lot
3: of sort of faddy, sort of health-based things around. Yeah, so yeah, Victoria Beckham, for example, has splashed, She's splashed. <laughs> you get very posh now and again, don't you? <laughs> yeah, she's splashed out. She, she splashed. Yes. 1,200 pounds on a moisturiser mm. made with her own blood. <laughs> <laughs> the, really? Yeah. The gory gloop. Which boasts anti no for that? I know which boasts anti-aging properties is the invention of U.S. celebrity medic Dr. Barbara Sturm, who obviously mm. saw Victoria coming down the street. I mean, seriously, I don't know what the science is behind it. It's made for clients after some of their blood is removed during a consultation. So basically, you can make your own. Get it? I tell you what, Victoria, buy it in nivea. You know, and just what, cut, cut your yourself finger. shaving with your legs cut or something. Cut shaving, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you know, put it into the Nivea, mix it all up. That'd be fun. It's not going to charge yourself twelve hundred quid. Okay, tell you know what, I did see though hmm. this story. It fascinates me. This is the classiest. Person of the Week. Yeah. Uh, a woman drinking white wine from a Pringles can while riding in an electronic trolley was seized at a superstore in Wichita <laughs> Falls, Texas. It's that, that image? Is that the classiest That's... image? You're be drinking wine out of a Pringles one, box. One pop
2: you can't <laughs> stop. It's like one of those very tall lager glasses. You, they, do, they do a Peroni glass that looks like about the same size as a Pringles, isn't it? Yeah, I can odd, see that. It? There and, was a great... Um, yeah. There's a, somebody posted on Twitter today uh, an exchange between two uh, non-league sides, uh, Lingfield FC. I think mean, it's the Sussex League, Lingfield FC and Sort Dean United down on the south coast. And this is the exchange: um, Lingfield FC say to Sort Dean, "We've been asked uh, where you would like your post-match food to be sent. We now have to throw food away that was prepared for you if our hospitality isn't welcome." Please tell us ahead of our fixture and we won't waste time, money or effort. Mm. Cutting. So sort dean come back with sorry, lads, only just sing this. I think maybe the fact that our physio found a dead rat in the toilet. <laughs> And that your barman told one of our lads he'd found a rat eating a Mars bar the other week. Yeah. Put our lads off staying for a bit of food. I wonder why. And also, of course, that your boys beat us. Ah, oh, yes. well Lingfield say, thank you for your feedback. And we have passed this, inverted commas, information onto the match day team. We have apologised for the rat. Okay. What are the hazards of living in the countryside? Um, yeah, we still... do occasionally have unwanted visitors. But um, I thought it might lead to something from uh, down in the lower reaches... Some of the worst facilities, maybe uh, you've encountered. Um, I mean, the dead rat wasn't wasn't really their fault, of course. But um, if you've gone whether it's Sundays, Saturdays, wherever you've played, um, let us know um, some of the worst conditions you've encountered while on the road playing football. Talksport.com forward slash H and J, text 281089 ten eighty nine, or tweet to TS. H&J. Now, talking of... uh, Paul (laughs) Harris is just basically a liar. (laughs) He's got in touch today and he said, my mum used to actually have an aunt called Ivy Boost. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Paul, come on. Really? Ivy Boost. Anyway, carry on. Yes, talking of terrible
3: places to eat. uh, Do you remember that hotel that we stayed at in Kaliningrad? Yes. The Navigator.
2: The Navigator, yeah. Uh,
3: The (laughs) producer has alerted me to some of the uh, reviews on Google Maps. Yeah. for uh, <laughs> this uh, this one's quite interesting it's a three star review right from yeah. this bloke who stayed there he said uh, on Saturday the 22nd of December I celebrated the birthday of my beloved friend in the already updated restaurant at the Navigator Hotel they must have done that after we left <laughs> I think they did the yeah. hall after the repair is very good interior in the Greek naval style Yeah." White, blue tones. Everything fresh is very nice and nice. Very nice and nice. nice That's what he says. Uh, Service for the top five. Top five of what? I've no idea. At least the girl who tried for us really deserved high praise. Thank her. A wonderful administrator at this restaurant. It's obvious that the girl loves her job and worries about the restaurant's prospects. I'm not surprised the food's terrible. I remember quite like... a lot of surly kids. <laughs> yeah, don't you? I do. Yeah. This is also a huge plus. Now for the food, salad and hot meat dishes are all quite edible. Well, it's always, <laughs> well, always handy. I think isn't the jury's it? still out on that <laughs> yeah. in our experience. But the dishes from the fish. Gentlemen, I've not tried anything worse. I took a sea bass in wine with vegetables. The fish, like a crotcheted boot. <laughs> a crotcheted boot? Dry and dehydrated. It's obvious that it was frozen, mm. and then yeah. it was refrozen, and then it was quickly thawed, cooked, and served. Oh, yeah. Sounds really yummy. sounds
2: nice, doesn't
3: it? Misters of the Cook. <laughs> sound like masters of the universe. Yeah. You <laughs> at least try what you offer guests for 500 rubles. I think Sorry. this has lost a bit in
2: the Google Translate, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? The fish cannot be swallowed. <laughs>
3: I think you get the idea. Yeah, and this yeah. this
2: was um yeah the hotel in Kaliningrad where um, I think basically you were standing in Portsmouth. So, <laughs>
1: um
2: and a World Cup was on in Portsmouth, and so the hotel accommodation was fairly scarce, and we found ourselves. Next to a, oh, a filling station, basically a hotel. Yeah, it's often you know if you go out, you're going to put yourself a nice hotel. It's the Dorchester, basically. It's right <laughs> next to SO garage, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you always think that. And we did find ourselves. The food wasn't great. We did find ourselves mm. uh, doing a bit of an Alan Partridge, didn't we? And going in the filling station to get something to eat. It, it was, was bad. It, it was bleak. But you oh. can uh, hotel n- navigator, Killin Grab. Look it up on Google Maps. Yeah.
3: marvelous reviews there. You'll Good place for to a use stag do. You'd absolutely love it. you really enjoy yourself. <laughs> you work get
2: wouldn't. the lads there. <laughs> You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. There we are. That was the afternoon show. Uh, we're back tomorrow with yeah. Andy Smart, ball runner, comedy store player, and giggler. Uh, and he's
3: luxuriating in a fine win.
2: Yeah, fine win for Farnbury's team. We'll tell us more about that, I'm sure, in forensic detail. And Cosmo Vinyl, punk legend, the man who managed the injury in the Blockheads and the Clash. He'll have some great stories for us. He's a big West Ham fan. He's got an art exhibition which is football related. Brilliant artwork. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing him tomorrow as well. Until then, uh, have a great evening.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,